Hello, and you are very, very welcome to um, the first episode of Book Birds in 2022. Uh, sorry for the delay, a bit of a hiatus. Um, I am Kira Garrity. And I am Caroline Grace Cassidy. And we've basically all had COVID. <laughs> I've had COVID. The Chislers have had COVID. Caroline's had COVID. Her husband's had COVID. And um, the butcher, the baker, the candlestick maker, they've all had COVID. Um, but luckily for us, COVID, there's no such thing as COVID anymore. COVID's over. So that's all great. Um, but yeah, um, there's, been, there's been a bit of a, a bit of a delay. So yes. apologies to all our millions of fans. How <laughs> any of you survived? <laughs> Sorry, it has been November since we, we, we've done it. But like that, yes, it's been... Uh, Covid central and obviously finishing novels, finishing novels and finding yes. the right reads that we really wanted to, to reread. Yeah, that's was... also very important to us. Uh, and we're really excited uh, this episode because this is the first time Bookbirds have talked about a book written by a boy writer. You know, it, the writer is in question is Roddy Doyle. So we both kind of think, well, look, he's he's practically a girl, really, yeah. because he uh, he writes uh, he writes women so yeah. well. Yeah. Uh, when we were to, we're going to discuss his novel, um, The Van, The Van. Interesting fact about The Van mm-hmm. that I did not know. Actually, I don't know if I knew this, but I don't think I did uh, before I reread it. It was long listed for the Booker Prize. Yes, I know. I don't think I knew that myself. I don't think I knew that myself. That's very impressive. Unbelievably impressive. Yeah. And Roddy Doyle is, all, he, he's already a Booker Prize winner. Was that Paddy um, Clark? He, Paddy Clark, ha ha ha, which yeah. I adored. Oh, yeah, um, but I also loved his, I love when he writes about, you know, the likes of Paula Spencer, yeah. the woman who walks into doors. Mm-hmm. And this is why he's probably appealing to us book birds because yeah. he writes women so beautifully. Yeah. Um, so he, he, he just... He's, he knows women. Mm-hmm. I get that impression. Yeah. And he likes women. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's so very, it's so for very... that reason, Roddy, you're very welcome into the Bookbirds barn <laughs> yes. this morning. Congratulations. You're inaugurated <laughs> the first man into the Bookbirds. But yes. So the van is our um, our book that we could not wait to reread of all of his because, you know, obviously the Barrytown trilogy is, yeah. you know, they're all fantastic. The Commitments, the Snapper and the yeah. van. Yeah. But the van in particular, I think for both the both of us, we just... It sort of stayed with us, this this fantastic book. So just to give the teeniest snippet of, of the van. So the van is a tender tale of male friendship, swimming in grease and stained with ketchup. <laughs> ah, dirty men and in a dirty it. van. Exactly. <laughs> and I mean, OK, so let's talk about let's talk about Roddy Doyle mm. a little bit first. Um, he seems to me like a man who who just believes in himself and always did. And that probably sets him apart from most of the women writers yeah. I know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, so yeah. in that way, he's quite the man because yeah. he uh, he couldn't get the commitments published. It took him a long time. So what? No, in fact, in the end, what he did was he self-published did it. He? Yes, he had to go and because uh, he needed a few quid to self-publish in those days. So he had to go to the bank and he went with his pal John Sutton and uh, asked the bank for a loan. And he said at the time he was a teacher. He he taught in Greendale uh, School, school. In, in Kilbarrick there. Yeah. And um, so he said, like, if he had gone to the bank looking for a loan for a secondhand car, because that's 
the kind of money he was looking right. for. Um, the bank would have given it to him no problem because he had a permanent pensionable job. You know, he couldn't get fired. Um, but he he didn't do that. You know, and he could have done that. Yeah. But he just said, no, 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 I want this book. I want this money for, I'm going to self-publish wow. a novel. Wow. And because the bank were like, whoa, you're going to do what now? <laughs> um, you know, we're, we're still, it's still kind of recession-ish. Yeah, it's probably, yeah it is recession-y it is, because yeah. it's late 80s, yeah. I think, at this stage. And um, so the bank insisted on him, on Roddy, writing a business proposal. Stop the lights. <laughs> really? Yeah. And he says the business proposal that he ended up writing, he said he had great crack writing it. Yeah. And he said it's a greater work of fiction than the actual book <laughs> itself. Because <laughs> he hadn't got a clue wow. about business or about publishing or anything. So, yeah, they gave him the loan. He went and self-published. Then, but in those days there was no. Ama- I'm guessing there was no Amazon kind of the way we can all do it now. So what no, does that mean? He nothing. actually physically had to go and print the books and ask printed the books. Then he wrote what he says was this wildly fictitious um, and arrogant. He says press release, and then uh, about uh, and he made up. Um, Quotes from from, from reviewers from, from reviewers. <laughs> this book is amazing, unputdownable, compelling, believable characters. <laughs> right, and he sent it out to all the reviewers. Like he posted, that would have cost him a fortune. Wow. But then he had the money from the bank, right? And um, so he posted to all the reviewers. Um, the Irish Times reviewed it. Like he didn't know anyone in the Irish Times wow. at the time. Like it was, it's such, yeah. it, it's a feat. Now it really is. And then Hot Press gave it a shitty review. He said, um, and he does. Still sound a bit bitter about that. Because, you know the way he's a big music fan. Yeah. But then Eddie um, Costello uh, was writing an article for Hot Press um, at the time, and he, um, uh, whatever he was talking about in his article, obviously music. He said uh, he recommended the commitments. Wow. And Roddy said that gave him a little bit of a, a little bit of a shove. Wow. And Voila. And then it got published and then it got made into a movie really fast. And then you had The Snapper and then you had The Van, which we are going to be discussing. So it was such a whirlwind in the end and, wow. and incredible that's story. Incredible. Jeekers. Yeah. I mean, that's self-belief though as well, isn't it? You know, it's to ha- like when if you really feel you have that much self-belief in your project, you're the one, you've got the go, you've got the responsibility to put it out there. And that's what he yeah, did. He I did think. it. But so many people just wouldn't have. I know. I mean, he said it was a completely different market and he's right because there was yeah. very little yeah. Irish yeah. fiction out there like contemporary yeah. you know there, it wasn't the flooded market that it is today no. so you know any voice any new voice would get some attention apparently he writes in his house in, an, in his attic so myself and Roddy have that in common uh, and he writes from 9am till 6pm every day wow. but in fairness he is incredibly prolific yes. and I do not mean that as a slur no. um, because he I'm a, I'm a big big Roddy Doyle fan he's an incredible writer but he's a very hardworking writer and he's yeah. also not afraid to take on lots of different yes. mediums. Yeah. Like, you know, he's a screenwriter, he's a novelist, you know, not just a novelist, but a booker yeah. winning novelist. Yes. And um, he's written plays. Yeah. And, um, you know, he wrote, uh, he adapted Playboy of the Western World for the Abbey and in an incredibly innovative and wow. fresh way. Um, he had this um, fantastic Nigerian actor playing Christy Mahan brilliant. in that play. And it was just brilliant, you know. Wow. So he's, he's, really open and he's 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 always fresh yes and he says um he brings an energy to his work and that if he once he runs out of that energy mm. uh he's gonna stop because he he can't do it without, without that and his. even i think when we were talking a little bit earlier the barrytown trilogy that rte had done there was roger doyle was talking on that about how they were trying to un- take away his credit as a screenwriter for the commitments you know and he's like 
you, we'll get your film made, but we're going to bring, you know, these are the two screenwriters. Like, no, you know, it will not happen unless you keep my name on it. Yeah. Like, there was massive fights and the film nearly wasn't made. But that takes such gumption as well. Such to gumption. be like, I love that word, gumption. gumption. Yes. These are my characters. These are my words, you know. Yeah. So I always think that was like, yeah, he just, he's brave. In reading um, The Van, I actually got the Barrytown trilogy. It's hard to get the books on their own. Yes. Now, because it's now this Barrytown trilogy. Um, because I think that's because in 2015 um, the books the three books were the One City One book for Dublin UNESCO ah, that's uh, right, initiative right. yeah so then they were republished as the Barrytown trilogy yeah. but um, I was reading the bits and bobs of uh, the commitments and the snapper because I just want to see Jimmy Rabbit Senior is yes. the main character in the van mm-hmm. and I wanted to see how he fared in the other two books, mm. you know, how was there, what was the difference between him and those yeah. two books in, in comparison to the van? And I mean, the lines, especially in the snapper, get so many great lines. He's bringing Sharon, uh, his daughter, who's pregnant and she's having Jean and her baby and he's driving her to the hospital. She's in pain and he's like, don't worry, Sharon, that's just the owl cervix dilating. <laughs> Because he read up on the whole biology of, in a way that he had never taken the remotest bit of interest with his own, with his own wife. Imagine okay. how that made yeah. his wife feel. That's just brilliant, isn't it? So Jimmy Rabbit Sr. He's our guy. He is our guy. So he's our... Um, ah, do you know, where, where do we start with Jimmy Rabbit? I think we were just talking a minute ago about how we'd feel if we read The Van today. I know. And Jimmy Rabbit's internal dialogue you know yes. about sort of we'll talk we'll open up with the discussion about how he looks at younger women in, in yeah. bars and how inappropriate, they talk inappropriate Jimmy really like, inappropriate yeah in, looking at Jimmy Rabbit Senior um, through the filter of yeah. kind of post me to third wave feminism it's he's problematic yes. <laughs> he is a man who is you're a little bit problematic yeah. Jimmy yeah. not going to lie um, and you know it's funny because uh, when I reread the van uh, now I had read it for the first time probably uh, in my early 20s. And really, I didn't, you know, I see Jimmy in a totally different light reading him now um, than reading him back then. Back then, he was kind of this lovable rogue. Uh, He was a grand dad, isn't he? Yeah. He he doesn't really mean anything and he's more funny than anything else. And also, you see Colin Meany all the time and he's just so hysterical. It was impossible to kind of separate the two for a long time. So then rereading it now, um, it's so it's such a darker story yeah. and it's so stark and it's it's, um, you know, the story of male friendship. Yes. Yeah. It's the story of alienation mm. um, of this man who has become unemployed yes. and therefore feels completely and utterly redundant yeah. in his family, yeah. Yeah. in his friend circle, in society. He can't see himself um as being any good for yeah. anything. And it's incredibly sad in it a way is. that I don't remember feeling no, sad. I don't either. I think also because it was normal. Like that was, you know, we had, all my dad's friends were out of work in the 80s. You know what I mean? So I think yeah. we kind of, like it was nor we just kind of, when you read that, you thought, God, yeah, like that's just the way it yeah, is. Unemployment and was massive. Massive. Like I left school, I left school 1988, yeah. And uh, like the cho- the choices were you went to college, you went to secretarial London. School. Yeah, secretarial yeah. school. Or you went on the dole. Mm, mm. Like that was kind of yeah, it. Like yeah. So we meet tr- Jimmy at the beginning of the book when he has just sort of been made redundant. He was in <clears> construction, Jimmy. Yeah. I think that's what he was doing. It, it, yeah. yeah. Um, 
so Jimmy Rabbit Senior is the the patriarch of yeah. this, you know, um, heart of the Rail, working class family, Clebaric, and in the Snapper and in the Commitments, they are portrayed as this, you know. I mean, they're kind of if they're dysfunctional, they're uh, they're gloriously dysfunctional. Yes, yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, and, yeah. and at the end of the day, they love each other. Yes, you know. Yeah. And there's loads of shouting and slamming yeah. doors and all that sort of stuff. But, but at the end love, of the day, there's, there's love, love and it's yeah. warm and kind of cuddly and yeah. fuzzy. But then in the van, that's that dynamic is really very different. Yeah. And I I listened to Stephen Frears, and um, he's the director of the van, the movie, mm-hmm. and he said no, he he made a mistake with the van that in he, what way did he well say? he said he just presumed he didn't take into account Roddy's development as a writer right. and he said the van the layers that were now oh yeah I mean yeah. The, the van is so much deeper mm. more complex much darker mm. and Stephen said that he just took it as if it was going to be the same old you know hilarious uh, yes uh, you know just free for all as the commit as the snapper was you know yeah. and uh, but he said it was such a such a darker story and he didn't appreciate that right and it'd be a very different film he says if, he would make yeah. a very different film now I mean the snapper or sorry the van film was sort of played for laughs yeah um, whereas the van the novel you know you can see why it was long listed uh, yeah. for, for the Booker Prize because at the end of the day it is this it's a very touching um real story about mm. two men's you know middle-aged men's friendship yeah um that's crumbling under the pressure of you know society and a recession yeah. and redundancy and employment yeah unemployment uh, and poverty i know you know yeah. because um the, the impact, a, yeah. the impact that uh, Jimmy's uh, unemployment has on the family is so unbelievable. Like him and Veronica, that's the wife. Mm. They're just they're talking about the fact that they can't send Christmas cards that year. No. Yeah, Christmas cards. Yeah, you yeah. know. And like you're talking about trying to get, you know, presents for the twins so they wouldn't want that anyway and kind of talk, you know, it was, that's kind of a lovely scene where she goes, no, of course they wouldn't want a computer. Jimmy like waits till the very end of the night, like maybe Darren is someone will give him a fiver and he's going to the pub, but he wants to get there literally at the right time so that he doesn't have to buy the next round. Yeah, like it's, yeah. it's, it's penny pinching to that level. It, yeah, and he can't go to the pub. And that's an interesting thing, actually, because back then, like... Me, you, certainly men did not speak about how they felt no. you know their yeah. emotional landscape yes. yeah. <laughs> that just didn't come up no. like they talked about football everything else bar. you know and yeah. um, they talk about women yeah um, but only in a sort of a very uh, theoretical sort of yes. way <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> you know yeah. um, like they certainly wouldn't say oh, how's your mental health no. Jimmy Rabbit Senior you yes. know that yeah, just yeah. wouldn't but that yet would not they needed happen. each other and it was an outlet of sorts yeah. even though everything the emotional shelf was just yeah. shelf but you know you, you get the sense that Jimmy God he needed to get out to the pub even the surroundings of the pub yeah. I think people and noise and the smell and yeah. the, it was an escapism yeah and also from, that familiarity yeah. because that's what he was used to yes. because when he had a job he'd be, be down the pub most nights I know and he said it wasn't about the drinking it was that comrade you know, I'm not sure comrade. I believe that though did you within the book when he keeps saying it's not about the drink yeah do you uh, think he drank too much yeah I kind of did I, th- I thought it was it's Roddy really flushes it very you know it's like it's not about the drinks about the command well no I think a lot of it was to do with the effects of alcohol and how it numbed a lot of the pain for Jimmy um him not being able to go to the pub has a huge impact mm. on his mental health because yeah. he there's no release for him yeah. so he's this man and he's at home 
and he is just doing nothing but getting in the way. His son, Darren, who's doing really well at school, he's a yeah. really bright lad and he's studying for his exams. Uh, he's a doing his leave and search. Yeah. He's got a part time job and he's just doing really well. He's got a gorgeous girlfriend yeah. that Jimmy Senior is <laughs> jealous of. Yeah. Uh, in a way that's horrible really to creepy, read. Yeah. It's horrible to watch, and mm. um, because he he makes comments about her in his head, and we yeah. are we are privy to that in yeah. inner interior monologue. Yeah, and it it's feels gross. so wrong. Oof, like, yeah. but then his wife uh, Veronica, she's doing her leave insert as well. Yes, she is. She's doing it yeah. fantastic. You know, she's really. Um, taken an interest in in getting back to yeah. uh, education in a way that she possibly didn't have an opportunity Absolutely. to do when she was younger. Yeah. So the two of them are studying. They need quiet places in the house. The house isn't it's massive. Enough, yeah. Then you've got the twins who are basically seem to me to be in every extracurricular activity <laughs> going. <laughs> oh and running a mock in school as well. <laughs> so there's a lot going yeah, on there. Yeah. Um, and Jimmy can't see, like w- when we meet him, uh, he's in the house, he's out of the front step, his, his arse is going numb. Yeah. Um, but he can't go in because there's someone in the kitchen there's someone upstairs um, he you know there's nowhere there's no place for no, him yeah. he can't afford and his place which was down in the pub with the lads that's gone as well it's because he can't afford, afford it. it yeah yeah. so that scene where he goes down he goes maybe once a week and as you say he has to sort of time it perfectly yeah, yeah. and manipulate the round so that he doesn't get the first round because if you get the first round then you, you might, might have, have to get to, the last yeah, round yeah yeah um, Whereas if you get the sort of the third round, you're you're safe enough. You're safe, yeah. Because and he has the money for yeah. one round. But even within all all that that's going on in his life, he is the type of man that tries to keep upbeat all the time. You know, it's kind of he you know bring the he can't wait to go into Sharon's room in the morning and lift Gina out of her cot oh, and like adorable, there's yeah. really warm moments, yeah. you know. And he you know you just you do get the feeling that he would do anything for his family, that he does love his life yeah. and and you know in in and just how he can, I suppose. Yeah. And is battling through this awful time in his life with kind of a smile on his face for 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 the most part. I think that and I think that's what is killing him slowly yes. inside because it's very obvious when you're reading it now um that he's suffering from depression. Yeah. 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 He Which he needs, wouldn't have even the word wouldn't even no. have been a thing, right? So he doesn't Certainly know Certainly not why. for men of that no, age. No. You just get on with it. Yeah. You just get up and get on and he's incredibly alienated. Yeah. He doesn't talk to anyone about it. He doesn't talk to Veronica and like he has a good relationship with his wife. Yeah. Uh, he, but he doesn't seem to to be able to discuss it with her. No. Um, or with his um, older son, Jimmy Rabbit, who he's junior, who was the main character in The Commitments. Yeah. And he's moved out now and he seems to, he's a DJ. Yes. <laughs> and uh, he's putting on this accent as well. They're slagging him off. And he's got this gorgeous girlfriend that again, Jimmy's a bit jealous Probably, of. Yeah. And then there's a harrowing scene. Oh, it's very bittersweet. Harrowing is the wrong word. It's more bittersweet. When Jimmy, his son, gives Jimmy Rabbit Sr. a fiver yeah. to go to the pub yeah. and like he can't say no because he needs he it desperately so badly yeah. um, but he, he wants to kind of punch his face yeah. as well for himself yeah. and you do get a lot of that uh, Jimmy Sr. on the outside he's just accepting you know yes his but what's plight. bubbling underneath but the, and it's always just very close to full scale violence yeah yeah he's a man completely and utterly on the edge which I think we're reading it the first time around you just don't get yeah you certainly don't get it from the film like you say they went another way they went yeah another, but he really is a man who could could actually be dangerous if he re like there's a couple of moments in the book where he 
loses it, but then he's able to sort of pull himself barely, back. Barely pull it back. able to, yeah, you know. Yeah. So we'll talk a little bit then just about, yeah. about the story, about I suppose, the story. and the story of the van. So as we've sort of mentioned that, that is Jimmy as we sort of meet him. But then he has his pal Bimbo, who he, you know, they go to the pub and, and they're great friends. They've got a beautiful friendship. Now, you know, Jimmy is a bit, you know, he's a bit more authoritative than Bimbo. I think Bimbo is a little bit, what's <laughs> it? Nice but dim. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know, he's yeah. kind of one of those. He is a bimbo. Yeah, he's a, yeah, he is a bimbo. He, he's a lovely man and he's lovely. great. And do it Jimmy's, in, Jimmy's in charge. Jimmy is yeah. in charge. And yeah. Jimmy likes the fact for the relationship he likes being that in he charge. is in charge of yeah. bimbo, which yeah. is what happens he's to He's the alpha male in yes. their friendship. Yeah. So what happens? Oh, so, so bimbo also then, who is a baker, he loses his job. Yeah. So Jimmy's actually delighted because he's got a pal for the day. So he brings him to the library and, you know, they go play pitch and put and they're just, he's got somebody to do things with and he doesn't feel so alone yes I think that's it like suddenly he's like well it's not only me it's 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 bimbo as well but bimbo doesn't like not being working he doesn't like being on the dole and Jimmy was a little bit more well I can't do much about it yeah. but like we never hear that Jimmy is looking for a job no we don't but then you see the problem is is that Back then, men of that age. Yeah, what did you do? You know, they yeah. were just, you know, they were losing their jobs and they and, and young ones were getting were yeah. getting the jobs. But Bimbo the thought cost. outside the box, you know, as 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 though he's portrayed as this Well, did he or, or was, was it Maggie? It Maggie? Yeah. So enter Maggie, who is yeah. Bimbo's very uh, go get him wife yeah. and she's the brains of the whole operation. She is. So she, I, yeah, I think she's she's dynamic. Yeah. Uh, she sees she the writing on the yeah. wall yeah. and she decides that wouldn't it be a great idea if um, they go and buy this chip van yeah. which is absolutely oh my god Minging. it is <laughs> minging it's falling down it doesn't have wheels no. it, the dirt is so like it takes them literally one entire day yeah. of, with bleach oh, to yeah. clean the inside Fletching up the road and everyone's it's laughing at them in Barrytown like, yeah yeah it's no just... it's it's like it actually makes me never want to eat chips out of a van ever again I know. <laughs> it's so disgusting <laughs> the grease on the hand but they're learning to make them and and you're just like you're gonna poison somebody. Oh, yeah, I can't believe they didn't poison anyone. Actually. I can't believe they didn't. Uh, actually. Because they don't have a clue, and not only do they like they 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 think it's hilarious that they don't have a clue, and they they aren't all that bothered about finding out no. <laughs> I mean, any of the information like, they might you, need. Would you be able to just put a chip van out there? I don't not, know. I don't. I know. I know. Maggie went off and got the licenses <laughs> and all, but I think he kind of <laughs> Roddy might have just skipped over the kind of. Ins and the outs red of tape? yeah, the red tape about you know selling. I don't know, but this was this was like so. It's during the it's summer of Italian ninety. Yeah. It's oh, like a completely yeah. different yeah. era. It's yeah. the dark ages. Yes, yeah. You know, um, I'd say they you could have done. You it probably back could have then. done. But and of course, like yeah. if if it had been just left up to the lads, they would have just rocked up in the van. Yeah. But Maggie is the one. She goes to Dublin County Council. She gets them their license that yeah. they need. Um, to you know <laughs> to practice chips yeah and like she's the one who wants some kind of you know go towards the airport road and start selling breakfast rolls yes. no, and Jimmy's not having yeah. any of that she's a He's, businesswoman like in is. a different world in oh, a different life yes. she would have been the CEO of Google or oh, something she would have been yeah. <laughs> Maggie was the CEO <laughs> of Google know, like she's brilliant yeah um, no, she is and brilliant. she's pushing bimbo yeah. now um, 
what the the big flaw in the plan I think yeah. is that Bimbo and Maggie buy the van. Yes. Bimbo tells Jimmy yeah. Rabbit Sr. that they're partners. Mm. But of course they're not partners. No. Because Jimmy for some reason well he he doesn't have a brass farthing. Yeah. So he can't he can't even offer any money to, to But like how much could the van have cost? I don't know. Like Like it's their pal Bertie uh, who gets them the van and he's he's si, a comrade, I see. <laughs> Hello, I mean, he talks in this sort of quasi-Spanish. Because he knows it all. <laughs> How's it going, the three amigos? And uh, so he has all the contacts. He knows the people. Yeah. And so he gets them the van. But it's Bimbo who buys, who buys the van. It, yeah. yeah. He must have gotten a bit of a package when he left. He when did. He got he, let go. That's exactly how he bought it. Yes. He got his redundancy yeah, money. Yeah, and he, he got, a, he got a few quid. Yeah. And of course, Jimmy doesn't have any money. No. So... Even though Bimbo says that they're partners, yeah. they're not and partners. No, but Jimmy, and they do the equal amount of work. Yes. But, but financially wise, they're yeah. not, it's his van. He and Jimmy van. kind of feels like there is, there is that period in the middle of the novel where it's all really hopeful. They have the van, they've learned how to make chips. Yeah. They've got all the stuff. Yeah. Um, they've got Sharon, Jimmy's daughter, working yeah. for them. And uh, Darren, his son comes along, he does a few yeah. shifts. And, it also, and then and there's money on the table on a Friday that Jimmy is very proud yes. to present to his wife and to his family. Um, you know, things can be bought pints again. Pints are flowing again. Yeah, pints are flowing, yeah. everything's happening. And then Jimmy is kind of, he's at the hatch. Yeah. He seems to be like, he's the front man. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's the having the bands. With he's the, having with the, the bands with the customers yeah. and he's loving that because yeah. he's good at it he's very good at it he's funny uh, he's witty yeah. and then he and then Bimbo's in the back and he's frying you know he's kind of like the second level yes he's not as you know he's not at the same level same as level. Jimmy yeah, yeah. he's the guy he's he's doing the, the donkey yeah. work you yes know? Yeah. Uh, and Jimmy likes that yeah Bimbo kind of allowed Jimmy or wanted Jimmy yeah. to be the the and I think force. that yeah Jimmy's always been that guy yeah. in their relationship he's yeah. the alpha male he's the one in charge he's yeah. the one leading the charge and yeah. saying what they're going to do when they're going to do it yeah. and that's always worked for them and that's the big problem in the van yes. so because eventually Bimbo becomes yeah he, beca- he becomes the boss yeah. and it's it's actually Maggie kind of pushing that agenda yeah. and um, so what they do in the end and it, it is heartbreaking to read it because Bimbo and Maggie decide that Jimmy's going to be an employee yeah. and he's going to get a wage because up to that up to that point they were just literally getting all the money in yeah. splitting it in two yeah. each of them going home with their sack of cash yes. happy days now Bimbo's keeping all the money and he's given Jimmy an hourly wage and it cuts Jimmy to the quick and literally... I, like I cried at that I bit know, of the book you can because sympathise with it though as well can't you it's yeah. just, it just, it's just it's feels so sad demotive yeah. doesn't it it yeah. just feels like well why why did you kind of yeah I, it's, I, it's demoralising demoralising he, he, his, his position yeah and uh, he doesn't take it very well either has, does he Jimmy yeah, like it, you know it, it, he's take a Twix I'll pay for it and he you know I'm taking my breaks now taking you know? my breaks now yeah, yeah. so and the friendship um, starts to just it starts to crumble he starts talking about joining the union <laughs> and <laughs> leaves a letter for Bimbo <laughs> to read yeah, yeah and it really gets you know like you think Bimbo if he had any yeah, he would have just ignored all of exactly, that and gotten on with yeah. it but he takes it all really yes. seriously to heart because Jimmy knows how to get to him because he, he knows exactly the type of person Bimbo is yeah, so he yeah. uses his power in that way to yeah, really yeah he does manipulate him yeah he does manipulate him yeah. oh absolutely so then things start going really rocky then obviously when that happens and you know you can, you can feel here 
that Jimmy's really starting to miss Bimbo the friend. Oh, Bimbo the friend. And it's really yeah, heartbreaking yeah, yeah, that, yeah. you know, he'd give anything, I think, to go back and, and just have the friendship the way the way it once was. Yeah, yeah. Because they were such great friends. They I were think just there just for each there other. there for each other. Yeah, pitch and putting. Yes. And then when, as the friendship um, disintegrates, Bimbo then accuses him of cheating at pitch and put. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, yeah, everything starts to come out then. It just all yeah. comes out. But before that happens, even the the the, it, the friendship is crumbling, mm. and then Jimmy Rabbit decides comes up with this brilliant idea that they're going to go out for the night. Yes, and it, it's kind of Jimmy's thinking he'll put a band aid yeah. on 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 the friendship on the relationship. Yeah, but and also have some fun again. Have some fun again, but also Bertie, who's kind of the cool yeah. member of the gang, has See. sort of intimated that he possibly has been having a bit of a fling with a younger woman. And Jimmy's sort of thinking, I wouldn't mind a little bit of that. Yeah. I wouldn't mind and a bit I think of that excitement. Things, I wouldn't mind just seeing if I can have it. Yeah, is seeing how if I can have kind it. of yeah. portraying because it I first. don't think. Yeah, exactly. He yeah. doesn't. I think he'd be afraid yes. actually of, yeah. uh, of you know of the whole yeah. affair thing. Yeah. Um, um, and he so they does, get dressed up in their suits get, and all. Oh my god, it's horrific! Yeah, yeah it's hilarious. It's actually, hilarious. they get the dart into town. Yeah. But Bimbo is not made privy to any of this. No, Jimmy's idea is that they're going to end up in Leeson Street, <laughs> and um, but Bimbo, he just tells Bimbo, "Let's go out for a few pints, just like the olden days. Yeah. Just you know, we we'll just go out, just you and me, and uh, we shoot the breeze, have a few jars, and you know, just have a few laughs." Yeah, and he knows all through the night, Bimbo's kind of had enough, and he wants to go home. Yeah, but he's got this plan in his head the amount of drink they drink oh, Jesus. oh my god how many pints do they have uh, they must have had about 15 pints and then two bottles of wine yeah but when they get to Leeson Street and he wants a pint oh, I'm pint. like A how can you possibly fish <laughs> yeah, any more liquid they can't have bubbles like how they that's what I mean about the drinking like oh, I can't have any more bubbles but I'll have a pint of Guinness or I can't have the Guinness I oh my god, bubbles hilarious. yeah 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 you know, would you not have a glass of yeah. water maybe <laughs> But that's the thing, yeah. But, but then when he sees the price of the wine, oh, is that twenty six pounds or something? Can you imagine? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my god! Like, I mean, the chip fan is doing well, yeah. but it's not doing that well. So why do you think then that Jimmy wants this kind of appraisal for from women? Like, you know, because yeah. he's, he's got a good marriage, and you know, I think it's definitely a bit of a midlife crisis yeah. thing because yeah. he's on the slide. Yeah, and he's realizing that his his opportunities um, for um, this kind of excitement yeah. are on are the wane. Yeah, 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 in a yeah. big, big way. Yeah, um, and I just think it's just like that, you know, last chance saloon. Yeah, just to see. Yeah, uh, could I, could I attract a mate? <laughs> in Lisa yeah. Street, could I get a woman drunk enough? No, which is actually That's his intention. What his intention is, yeah, um, to you know, slip the tongue. Yeah, 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 and he tries. <laughs> he does try. Yeah. Poor so they, meet, they meet two poor, two poor unfortunate women. Which can I say? I was an extra in the what? scene. What do tell? <laughs> yeah, God. Um, I think it was in Book Whaley's on Leeson Street Book that we Whaley's. filmed. Oh God, um, yes. So yeah, there's kind of you know a couple of us supposed to be you know sitting up at the bar, but I, I do remember watching the scene and just oh, obviously Colomini, just amazing, hilarious. Yeah. But anyway, so the two girls are there and they uh, immediately they come and buy you a drink kind yes. of thing, and I think he's thinking you know maybe a <laughs> you know a glass of beer. Or yeah, yeah. There, there's no beer in it's Lisa's a wine Street. bar. He yeah. has to buy wine, yeah. and like the cheapest bottle of wine yeah. is just crazy. Yeah. Even that, it's yeah. just crazy. But how then he encroaches the women's space? Like, yes. he's literally like on top of yeah. you know, really, really. 
inappropriate. Inappropriate, yeah. 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 And, you know, and expecting because yes. he bought the drink, he's yeah, going to get like, the wear. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and back then, that was kind of like... If I was in Leeson Street, I would never allow a man I know. to buy me a drink because that's what, that's what would yeah. be the expectation. Yeah. You know? But even Leeson Street in the name in those days yeah. was kind of dirtier, wasn't it? It was seedy. seedy. Yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. Yeah. Leeson Street. And often actually, I do remember as a young one going to Leeson Street, um, there would be those middle-aged men in mm. suits mm. with the big gold I remember watches. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I Hello, fair that. maiden. May uh, I buy you a drink? And, and then, I'd be like, uh, I'd love a free drink because I can't actually afford the wine. But no, thank you. I'd rather vomit. <laughs> but there, there was, and it is that like it was prowling, wasn't it? It was, almost felt like men were was, prowling yes. around the place, and you'd be very and careful not to bump off anyone. Yeah, but you'd be careful not to bump off them. But you wouldn't say to them, uh, "Would you like to I back know. the fuck off?" I Do you know? know? Because I know. you'd be kind of, I don't know, they were just so, nor- it was so normalised. Yeah, but then. it's like Dawn, so who who is um, uh, Jimmy Rabbit's, the, the woman who he's trying to sort of get in, you know, be with. Like, first I think he like cups her buttocks and she kind of moves back on the yeah. chair. And then twice, like, he tries to get off that and twice yes. she says no. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, she says no. Quite clearly, yeah. Jimmy, no yeah. means no. Yeah, and then he kind of but almost says. But back then, no didn't mean no. No, Not no, if no. you accepted a drink. No. No yeah. meant maybe. <laughs> If you buy me another drink, you know, in terms know. of how Jimmy Rabbit yes, sees yeah. it. And that's because he's shocked that he spent 26 quid and she's not going to get and off She's not them. going to put out. Yeah. Um, and also, oh, and this is so humiliating for him. Cat. <laughs> so we have, we have a, There's a cat joined by a cat. <laughs> he's howling or it could be she. We don't know. Um, very sad sound, yeah. very plaintive yes, sound. Very plaintive. Um, but what's mostly humiliating or what's oh, the absolute tip of the iceberg for Jimmy is that bimbo mm. gets off with the woman. Yeah, yeah. She gets off with Don's friend. He yeah. gets off with Don's friend. And like that wasn't in, in Jimmy's uh, plan no, at all. No, no. Like, this disgusted. wasn't about bimbo. Yeah. Bimbo and Maggie, there's no way. No. And bimbo never expressed any desire. <laughs> Shut up, cat. I've got to kill the cat. <laughs> <laughs> and now here was his friend yeah. absolutely wearing the face of this young one yeah and it's another thing that Bimbo has on him now yes. hey he's his boss now he's getting off with someone oh here Bimbo and that, that that does bring the anger to like he follows yeah. Bimbo into the toilet then and basically kicks the door in and he, bashes yeah. Bimbo's head yeah, yeah. with the door yeah and then he's saying he, he's immediately sorry yes immediately, immediately. Sorry. I've hurt Bimbo I've hurt yeah. Bimbo he so says, you know he has that he says I've hurt Bimbo he's thinking in his head I've hurt Bimbo I could lie down on the floor yeah like yeah. he's deeply remorseful yes uh, and of course they're full of drink oh my god like Bimbo can barely stand I like I don't know how either of them can I stand. don't know how do they even get home I think like? Bimbo vomits actually does he when he goes to <laughs> I think he vomits <laughs> They, they, and because the, I know they've barely any money for the taxi home because they spent all the money on that wine. So they I must have literally because in those days you just bought cash. They must have literally brought like yeah. so much yeah. wads of money. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, the night that was supposed to sort of reunite yeah. and rekindle the friendship just ends in disaster. disaster. And of course, they don't talk about it. Yeah. So then they're back in work. Yeah. And what they're doing is. <laughs> Sorry, the cats, the cats. Um, What they're doing is they're not talking about it, but they're they're dancing around it um, and there's just barbed comments about other things. And Sharon, who's working that day, says it's like babysitting for a couple of, you know, 
teenagers. Teenagers, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, with the two of them, and then uh, and she brings Gina to work. That's her. That's her. Oh, kid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that yeah. makes for a fantastic scene because we probably haven't talked enough about how funny this book is. No, it's, it's so laugh funny. out loud. And when I was rereading it, um, I you know I do most of my reading in bed nighttime, and uh, you know. It, it just it my husband was giving out sting to me because I was laughing so oh, much no. and it just I just realized how little how hard it is to make a reader laugh out loud mm. because I do it so rarely I when know, I'm reading yeah. even when I'm reading a funny book yes I know but Roddy Doyle he is hilarious, hilarious. he's just got he, the he, wit he does and, and he gives his characters such great great dialogue and he's all about the dialogue yeah yeah. I mean you it's know, just they are conversations basically his novels are, well this one for sure is yeah, just it's line after line yeah, after line yeah, of yeah, dialogue yeah. and in yeah. any other in any other writer's hands it could become tedious it never does and his characterization through dialogue is absolutely genius like, yes he's so brilliant at it so brilliant at well it. Like, done Roddy just, I know I know <laughs> we have we'll have a little bit of um, of what it's like so we're at the scene here where them a, a man has come up and he's bought his fish and chips and Jimmy Senior's having great bans them so off he goes but he comes back and the man looks very upset Fish, he said. It's fresh, Bimbo assured him. It was grand and hard coming out of the... Fresh, the man screamed. Jimmy Senior had to say it again. What's your problem? Will you look at it? But he still wouldn't bring his hand in any closer to the hatch. I can't fucking see it, said Jimmy Senior. Whatever, maybe it's maggots. I bit into it, said the man. That's what you were supposed to do, said Jimmy Senior. This chap was some tulip. What do you think you were supposed to do with it? Ride it. Now the man did come closer. He banged the van. Oh, Jesus, said Sharon. She got back and went in beside Gina. The man's mouth was open crooked. He really looked like a looper now. They could see into the bag. It's not fish, said Bimbo. Oh, fuck. What is it? Hang on, though. It's white, said Jimmy Senior. It's a nappy, the man told him. <laughs> and, then, and then they, they're like, well, at least it's a clean one. Yeah. <laughs> It's not dirty, is it? <laughs> so that obviously, he obviously did go and report then. And yes. then the health inspector comes. The health comes. inspector comes. Bimbo thinks that Jimmy has ratted yeah. on him, which he, in fairness, he hasn't. And he no. would never do that. No, He's that a he man. Wouldn't. There's, that's yeah. a, there's a coat. Yeah. And he, Jimmy would not cross that line. Absolutely not. No. And the fact that Bimbo thinks that he would, no. oh, it's deeply hurtful yes. for him. So their trust is completely trust gone is at this. shattered. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so basically... The last scene of the book, and it's kind of glorious yeah. the way the way yeah. they do it. Yeah. And I, I think I don't know. I mean, there's lots of ways Roddy could have written it, but I love the way he finished the mm. book, um, because in the end they just uh, drive the van. They have a massive scrap. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, another one in the van this time. In the van, yeah. like a proper punch yeah. up. Yeah, and uh, you know they're rolling around in grease and fat and water, and and yeah. it's it's a filthy fight yeah. as well. And uh, and they're exhausted with yeah. it as well because they're yeah. they're middle aged. They're not able. Yeah. <laughs> and they're not it the takes healthiest. Them out of them. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they are yeah. not the healthiest of men. Um, so yeah, they they have this huge fat cra- scrap. Yeah, and um, then they drive the van to Dollyman Strand, mm. and um, they basically drown it, sink it. Yeah, they sink it. Yeah, yeah. It's such a beautiful metaphor, though, isn't it's it? It's such like, a beautiful metaphor just... because you don't know. I suppose it's ambiguous at the end. Are they going to be friends again? Yeah, but. I, I I think if they are going to be friends, it's not it's not going to be the same. Yeah, yeah. Because um, just before they do sink the van, they're in the pub, and again they're absolutely plastered. 
But Bimbo says, let's go be my partner, be my partner. Yeah. Now, 50-50, but it's too late for Jimmy. He's like, no, no, I can't yeah. go back. I can't go back. Yeah. And I think Bimbo realises in that moment, well, you mean way more than me than any fucking chip fan or any, you yes. know. And that's, oh, you know. so poignant, that So scene. there's that moment that, you yeah. know, they both, it's almost like they don't say it, but they both know what's coming next. It's yeah. either torch the thing or do something to it, get rid of it because yeah. it's come between them. It has you come know? between them in a massive way. And we just don't know, as a reader, you're left, you don't know if it's going to, if it's the end of them. Yeah. Or if they're going if to be able to recover. Be a, yeah. I don't, I just don't know. And then the last line of the book, they, you know, they, they sink the van. Yeah. Jimmy goes home to Veronica and just says to her, give me a hug. I, I just need a hug. And he's never expressed no. his yeah. his need of human contact or of her support and her love at all throughout no. the entire book yeah. um, and then just that one line just need a hug and it's it's beautiful says it all doesn't it yeah it just says it all oh my god just I uh, just adored rereading it I adored rereading it and Roddy Doyle wow it's just yeah the more the older you get when you look back on yeah. what was really going on what you didn't see yeah is and that's uh, the joy of rereading yes I know which I'm really enjoying oh, it's fantastic because you never read the same book twice no because no. you're an entirely different person. person you've got a different perspective and yes. the world has changed yeah and you know the world where Jimmy Rabbit Sr. could once have been king yes that world is gone that's gone you know, I know. and there's a nostalgia there I mean I there never is. want to go back to that world I know But I suppose He's such a dinosaur oh, now you, you know, know We didn't touch on I know we've run out of time But we didn't touch on Obviously the Italian 90 goes Oh There's yes. a massive part of that Which Through the book hysterical. But it just springs back again How sport can lift Lift a nation A nation yes. at, when, when they needed it most yes. Like it's Coming out of the dark 80s yeah. You know With unemployment And just you know Recession oh. Poverty and everything And bringing people together and Bringing people together And then just the this 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 explosion of hope yeah. and light and this yes. new world yeah. that was coming down the tracks yeah. that was possible and then just this the confidence like a whole national sort of level of yeah. confidence yeah. lifted lifted joyful like just, just packy bonner saved a bleeding go I know like it is mad. <laughs> that's all it took yeah, in like the like the end. country went bananas <laughs> but like how he writes that and especially those scenes in the pubs when pints just went yes. in the air and yeah, people and, are hugging oh, and kissing God, and, and so gorgeous the scene so. where uh, Jimmy Rabbit tells his son his oldest son yes. Jimmy Rabbit That's, Jr yeah. that he loves him and the way he says it like he's he, he kind of again sort of you know he's so euphoric works with, it yeah. out though yes. how is he you know he can get away with it because they've had X number of pints already yeah. and he he says I fucking love you son yeah. so he puts the fucking in there and that takes and that, the, 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 the sincerity the, I yes, suppose out yeah, of it yeah. and then um the son Jimmy turns around and says ah you're not too bad you're not a bad old cunt yourself (laughs) something like this and it's just this glorious moment of two men who don't who who have probably never Never. you know exchanged that kind of emotional uh, you know just just so bearing it's beautiful so fabulous so fabulous that's it for this uh, episode of Book Birds we really hope that you enjoyed listening uh, and uh, also if you guys have any recommendations for books that you'd like us to reread and discuss um, do let us know we're on Instagram um, at bookbirds so find us there and, um, and let us know 